0: Support for Veterans Corner on Veterans Corner Radio is made possible by M&M Printing and the Observer News of Ruskin. Hello and welcome to Veterans Corner Radio podcast, information for and about veterans. For this edition of the podcast, host Bill Hodges talks with Dr. Jessica Wang Rodriguez, Executive Director of National Pathology and Laboratory Medicine Services for the United States Veterans Administration. Dr. Wang Rodriguez discusses the current need for blood, both in the VA and in the civilian world. The pandemic has struck again. Both rules and fear have kept many from donating blood. The VA is currently at a reserve of one day's blood supply. They ask that if you can. Please become a part of their Roll Up Your Sleeves VA blood drive. You can go to any blood draw facility and tell them you want to donate in the name of the VA Roll Up Your Sleeves blood drive and the VA will get the credit. Bill learned a lot from listening to her. You will as well. Here now is Bill Hodges with Veterans Corner Radio on Veterans Corner Radio Podcasts. Welcome to Veterans Corner, a show dedicated to providing information to all those who have served our country's military and to their families. Now, here is your host, newspaper columnist, management trainer, and Air Force veteran, Bill Hodges.
1: Hi, I am Bill Hodges, and this is Veterans Corner Radio. We've got a great guest today, I believe from California, although she is the VA Executive Director National Pathology Laboratories and Medicine Services. And that's quite a title, but it's Dr. Jessica Wang Rodriguez. Dr. Rodriguez, happy to have you on the show.
2: Happy to be here.
1: I understand we've got a serious problem going on in the United States, sort of as a result of the pandemic. We're short of blood, and that's your area of
2: expertise. You're absolutely right. As a result of the pandemic, We have a shortage of blood donors coming to the community blood donation. And so the community is extremely short of blood supply. At the same time, we still have a lot of patients we need to take care of who need blood on a regular basis.
1: It would seem to me, I guess I wasn't surprised when your public relations people talked to me about it, saying, hey, we've got this problem. And for whatever reason, it's not being talked about on the press anywhere. And I assume that civilian blood supplies outside the VA are running in the same direction.
2: Absolutely. I think that we're a large healthcare organization. And so we routinely take care of a lot of patients with blood transfusion needs. But at the same time, most of the community hospitals and academic medical centers all have the same needs. So there's definitely a a need from every angle. I would think that right now,
1: because of the elective surgeries that have been put off for the past two years, that elective surgery is something that's also drawing down the blood supply.
2: Absolutely. As the COVID pandemic goes on and we have various surges in the past year and a half or actually two years, many people put off of their routine care and now they're coming back to get their medical care. So many of the elective surgeries does require routine transfusion. We also have a large population of oncology patients, patients that have cancer that on therapy and they also need blood transfusion support. Oh, really? Yes. These are another population of patients that we take care of when they are undergoing chemotherapy they do not have any of their regular blood cells left. So they rely on, they're completely dependent on the blood transfusion from our donors. And this uh, need is on a regular basis. So just because we have a pandemic, we still have patients with cancer we have to take care of.
1: Now with the VA, where does one go to give blood?
2: So we have um, partnered with American Blood Centers. Those are independent blood donation sites in the community, and also American Red Cross. American Red Cross actually supplies the 40% of blood units to the country and the rest of our independent blood centers.
1: What was that and percentage that the Red Cross
2: provides? About 40% of the blood. Really? Need, yeah. So, I don't so think there, of the
1: Red Cross being a blood drive people. I you know, It amazes me.
2: They, they absolutely do. So we partner with all the independent blood centers as well as American Red Cross to conduct blood donation drives. So our aim is to have every single medical centers and, and throughout the VA we have about 170 or so and that each site conduct at least one donor drive and um, that would be a fantastic way to um, get enough blood supply at least for short term for our community as well as our, our country's veterans. And so we have done a, a uh, since started this campaign about uh, November of 2021, and uh, have encouraged a lot of sites and many of our facility medical center facilities not only conduct one but conduct multiple blood drives throughout the year to encourage donors to come in to do blood donation.
1: Now for years, I, I, I gave Something like eight gallons of blood over over my lifetime. Oh wow! Okay. But but afterwards, because of medications and so forth, they decided that they didn't want me anymore. At my age, I guess they said, "Hey, you better need to keep it all." Okay. If somebody wants to give blood, is there a procedure they could follow if they if they wanted to be sure it went to the VA? Is there any way to make sure of that? Is there any place at your local VA or your local VA clinic that they, they could call and talk to someone?
2: Yes, we, we partner with our public health communication offices and all the VAs have those and also volunteer services. They're the ones who actually help with a lot of our blood donation drives. Oh so, volunteer
1: uh, services, good.
2: Volunteer services. We know them.
1: We've done several programs with
2: them. Yeah, they're they're a large force, you know, in terms of helping people to just sign up for the blood drives and uh, helping with the blood drive on the day of the drive in terms of just triaging donors and social distancing and all that, because we still observe that. And so... We absolutely need our our RVA, you know, our staff members and volunteers to be involved. So a lot of our blood donations are also geared toward our employees. We have a lot of healthy employees who are perfectly suited to be blood donors, and we encourage them to uh, participate that as well. I think, you know, this is kind of similar to many of the community blood drives that you, you may have seen or participated in the past, such as, you know, big sports team or college blood drives. And a lot of them are currently not happening because of the COVID p- pandemic. Exactly. And that's generally when we can get large number of um, blood units. So by doing this and doing multiple drives and, and have, having our VA as being a uh, large community partner to drive this uh, need and not only benefit us, it benefits the community as well.
1: Is there any age restrictions on giving blood?
2: So there is donor eligibility criteria. So whenever a donor want to come and volunteer their blood, there are several pages of questionnaires that they have to go through as far as, you know, not only their age, but also how much of the uh, red blood cell count they have. And also, uh, you know, like you said, medications or if they have other pre-existing diseases or, or history of exposure. But one thing I do want to let everyone know that if one had had COVID in the past, they are perfectly suitable to donate blood. That is oh, really? not okay. one, That does not negate them from being a donor, a blood donor.
1: I know for myself, I had a little trouble when I donated just getting the getting the blood to fall to the bottom on that little test they do. Yeah, that's and what, yeah. One of the guys that I used to joke around with said, all the lead was in my butt and none in my blood. Hope not. <laughs> or iron, excuse me. I think he did say lead. But yeah, we need all the help
2: we can get, I'm telling you.
1: What are you looking for? Is there particular groups of people that are more valuable to you than others at this moment in time? recognize everybody can do a job here, but are there things that you need more than others?
2: Yeah, we definitely need a lot of blood type O donors to help with our donation. So this is part of our, I again, want to mention and put in a hashtag. It's a hashtag roll up your sleeve VA. And this is our campaign slogan. And we want to make sure that any of the donors who want to donate on behalf of our blood donation drive to mention the hashtag Roll Up Your Sleeve VA. And they will get credited as part of our VA National Blood Donation Campaign.
1: That's great. Are there things that would prevent me from being a good donor? The things that I, in Endeavor Life, you know... I understand that if I'm not feeling well today, I probably shouldn't try to donate. But there are other things that might prevent me from donating.
2: So there are some of the criterias, for example, not only the blood count, but also there are patients with cancer or certain cardiovascular conditions, patients that are on certain medications, such as blood thinners, those should not donate. But usually when they uh, come to do the blood donation, they go through a set of physical and questionnaire history questionnaire to ensure that the donors are suitable for donation because we also want to protect the donor and make sure that their health is protected by donating the blood. So there are a lot of evaluation on the donors to make sure that it's safe for the donors to donate and also safe for the patient.
1: I noticed that on something I read, You got a problem with people getting tattoos, which everybody gets tattoos anymore.
2: Yeah. So potential donors with a recent tattoo can donate blood as long as they're healthy and meet all the other eligibility criteria. They have to wait 90 days and making sure that the site of tattoo is not infected. So if that is the case, yes, we do welcome tattoo donors. No problem at all.
1: I'm way out of touch anymore because they just told me don't bother (laughs) at my age. No, no, thanks. Don't waste your time. But but I remember a time when uh, if someone were gay, that might be something prevented them from giving blood. Have these walls fallen?
2: I believe so. Gay members of the society, any of our gay population, again, want to encourage And those who are healthy and meet all the donor eligibility criteria, again, are totally suited for blood donation.
1: Now, there are different uses for blood, correct? Yes. What are the different uses? Because maybe you couldn't use my blood for one thing, but you might be able to use it for something else.
2: Right. So generally, um, blood can be separated into the blood cells and also the plasma. So plasma can be used to treat certain conditions for those that have any kind of plasma protein deficiencies. And for the red cell is to use for treating anemia, people with symptoms of anemia. So yes, different kinds of uh, component or fractions of the blood can be used for different purposes.
1: So don't let the fact that you have one or more things stop you from at least going in. I guess it would be better to say, as I say all the time to my vets, file the claim.
2: Yes, absolutely.
1: Let the VA tell you that it's not going to work. So it would seem to me, go try to donate and see what they say.
2: The basic, very, very basic criteria is you have to be 17 years or older and you have to weigh at least 110 pounds, you know, because 17,
1: 17, 17 years or old or older. Plus Is 100. there any upper number?
2: No, no upper age limit at all. As long as you're healthy, definitely perfectly suited for donation.
1: I'm going to have to give that a try again. then. <laughs> if there are other weight, because, you know, being as old as I am, I have medications I'm taking and things of that nature. I guess I kind of counted myself out after they wouldn't do it two or three times because of particular medications. But maybe I should try again.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I think certain, um, certain donors, I mean, they carry on infectious conditions such as HIV or if they have hepatitis. Those are not suited donors. Again, this is for the protection of the patient. So all sure. the donor criteria is really for protection of both the donor and the recipient.
1: Let's talk about that just for a quick second. All blood supplies today are tested for all of these things, are they not?
2: Yes, they are.
1: If I'm going to get a transfusion, I can feel assured that these things have all been tested for in that transfusion, correct?
2: Yes, absolutely. Today's blood products are safer than ever. Any of the blood products that's been collected are subject to an extensive panel of testing that includes HIV, hepatitis B, and hepatitis C, all these, and also um, a variety of other infectious testings. So the patients who are getting blood transfusion should be pretty much assured that they are safe in getting this blood.
1: For those that tuned in late, my guest today is Dr. Jessica Wang Rodriguez. She's the BA executive director for national pathology laboratories and medical services it's exciting to have you on the program i'd like to give you a minute or two just to share anything you want to share that i haven't asked you
2: so um again you know just to broadcast the message out we have less than one day of blood supply in this country. So we're barely getting by and frequently I'm walking to the hospitals and seeing an empty blood refrigerator or just a few units at a time. That's enough to last through the day. And it is a very difficult feeling for me as a physician to see that who can get blood and who has to wait and that should not be a decision. It should not even be an option. Patients who need blood should be getting the blood that they need, getting that transfusion support. So I would definitely want to encourage all your audiences and, and people out there to, you know, to help out. And this definitely is a life saving measure. And I do appreciate giving me the opportunity to say that.
1: Well, I, I, I'm flabbergasted, down to one day of blood reserves in the country. I think we all need to roll up our sleeves and get out there. And there are several PIO officers listening on this call. I have them go out and get it too.
2: Absolutely. And I, I thank you very much for you know broadcasting this word out because God forbid if we have any kind of natural disasters and things like that, then we'll be in a world of hurt. And so this is springtime, time, weather is good and COVID is down. So this is a great time for uh, people to get out there and roll up your sleeve.
1: Dr. Wang Rodriguez, I certainly appreciate your coming on the show today and we will get this message out. Ladies and gentlemen, you're unique, you're special and you're great. Tell yourself so often because you are, you know, And we'll talk to you again very soon on Veterans Corner Radio.
0: You've been listening to Veterans Corner with your host, Air Force Veteran Bill Hodges. The views expressed on this program are those of Bill and his guests and are opinions based on the best available information. In matters of law or governmental regulation, it will always be best to check with the appropriate agency. Thanks for listening, and we hope you'll join us for the next Veterans Corner. Before we go, here's a quick final thought. Why not take a minute to follow or mark Veterans Corner Radio Podcasts as a favorite? It's easy, and you'll be among the first to be notified when new episodes of the podcast are released. And thanks for listening to Veterans Corner Radio Podcasts.